Attention all filmmakers. You have short films or full features without a distribution. Come to www.fhffsd.org. That is the fantastic horror film festival. So hurry up. Submit now. Hello, everyone. This is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest is the mastermind behind the new film, The Truck. It's Lee Verbort. Lee, how the hell are you? I'm doing pretty damn good. How are you? Pretty damn good. Uh, actually, I watched a pretty damn good movie. Uh, it's on pretty damn good YouTube. It's called Guntown. Uh, it's free for people to watch. Uh, you know, uh, when you watch, see, of course, I seen the truck first, and you see the characters in the truck, and you also see them in Guntown too. And uh, Guntown, to me, it's your very first film, correct, that you ever done by yourself, right? Yes, it is. And you know. I've seen a lot of first timers, um, and you can you can pick out mistakes. But with your film, there wasn't anything that's noticeable from a reviewer's end of it. That well, I, I don't give a shit, anyways. But uh, I thought the storyline that you had and the character of of the, the sheriff with that white mask, it has a little bit of all the slashers from days gone by all into one character and uh, right. I really enjoyed it I, I did I mean I'm going to do a review on it my website's been down all day uh, pisses me off I'm not very happy with it I'm waiting for the host to get it fixed but I'll be doing a review on it soon it's going to strike western fans it's going to strike horror fans it's going to strike slasher fans I mean it's not really a slasher slasher per se but you have that 2001 Maniacs, you have the Westerns, you have uh, Stupid Kids, a movie. You know, it's just a, it's a really good film. I really enjoyed it, way to the very end. And you, 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 you left it open. So, and I do know there's going to be a part two. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, hopefully, if we can, you know, raise the money for it, we'd love to do a sequel. I actually have the script already written. Nice. And uh, it's a lot more action-packed, there's more characters, uh, a lot more, but well, there's hardly any gore at all in this film, but there, there's going to be in the sequel. Right. And, uh, I mean, the sequel will be probably five times what the first one is, and, you know, it, it's funny, I've, I've had mixed reviews on it, most everybody likes it, it has a small following, and I, I think it was a well-shot film, as far as the quality of the picture, yeah, uh, the, the setting, and the characters we had. And I would love for it to do better than it has. I mean, it's basically a three-year-old movie. No, it's a four-year-old movie now. And, you know, it just, it for some reason, it just didn't do that well. Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to get your stuff out there when you're independent and don't have a marketing budget. You know, you can post your press releases on the horror websites. And the horror fans, they're a tough crowd, man. They're They're really particular about their movies and I can't blame them they want good stuff well now you open a can of worms Lee now I'm <laughs> I'm going to go on a rant I knew I would I'm going to go on a rant now first of all the timing was wrong in 2009 it's different than 2013 you know what I mean yeah. as far as if you had made this film in 2013 like you made the truck it would have a completely different exposure 
I know a lot of films, 2008, 2009, no budget films, they got some notoriety, but not a lot, because you got to remember something. There's more reviewers now than it was in 2009. There's probably more universal horror fans now than it was in 2009. But now you mentioned one thing that really stirs me up, and it's, it's sad that you come across it, but when you said horror fans are hard crowd, they're picky. you got to remember something, Lee. More than likely, the ones that are picking at your film are probably fans of Brokeback Mountain or fans of Twilight are fans of <laughs> high-end movies that have no idea what the fuck they're watching. And that's the yeah. main thing that I don't care if people get mad at me saying this. I don't give a shit because the bottom line is you have to understand independent film. I've said this numerous times, and I don't care if people get sick of me saying it. It is what it is, Lee. You made a film. Oh, yeah. You made a film basically on a week's budget of McDonald's. Maybe right. less. And for the quality of the film that you get for that amount of money is impressive. So if somebody's watching your film and they're saying, ah, I don't really like it because, well, I know the one I'm, there's not enough blood. You know, true horror fans, true filmies will understand that this is a no budget or, or very low budget film and they're going to yeah. be able to comprehend, okay, well, you know, the guy didn't have any money, you know, let's just watch it for what it is. And that's what it, you have to do, watch it for what it is. So anybody who wants to bang on his film, I love doing this, where I love watching these idiots who pound a film like this. So I go back and look at what they like. And chances are, like I mentioned, it's either non-horror fans or they're more into the high-end, fancy-spancy bullshit that doesn't show anything you know, it's a lot of money, but they don't show nothing. That's usually yeah. the case. I'm not saying all of them, and I don't care if people disagree with me, but that's just my philosophy. That's how I've been saying it for the last four years. That's just how I feel. I love films like this. These are stepping stones. This is your stepping stone. And for it being, your, for it being your first film, it's not bad. I've seen far worse films that I never reviewed that were, oh, okay... But you have a platform. One, it's shot very well. The acting was very decent. The guy in a wheelchair, I thought he's <laughs> a smart ass like he was in truck. Brilliant <laughs> performance. You know, I love the uh, Bobo. Oh, Bobo. Bobo. He had that funky mask on. You know, it's just, yeah. they're funny, they're fun characters. I mean, if, if you go into this film thinking, wow. This is this sucks. Well, it's not a hundred. It's not a hundred thousand dollar budget film. I mean, it's on YouTube for Christ's <laughs> no sake. It. It's on YouTube for Christ's sake. You're watching it for yeah. free, so shut the hell up. That that's my philosophy, and I get very passionate about these idiots that go on IMDb, go on Amazon.com, and and write these negative Great. reviews like, oh, it's another guy just bought a camera and, and and got his friends together and made a movie. Well, if it's that easy, then why the fuck aren't you doing it? I'm sorry. You'll yeah, never- they're they're. You're, you're right. There are people out there like that. They, they just like to they, they just like to be that way. They like to pick at you. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know. People like that that just bash you for the hell of it. Like, well, number one, I don't see you making movies. And number two, let me see you take eight thousand dollars or six thousand dollars like the budgets I've had. Let me see what you can do, smart ass. Exactly right. <laughs> because 
You're exactly if you're right. If you're a smart ass to be a smart ass, then you don't even deserve to be talking about it. Right. Now, if you have an honest, if you have an honest review that might be a little bit negative, that's fine and dandy. Right. At least you're being honest. I, I don't, I'll never ask anybody for a good review. I want things to happen naturally on their right. own without my influence because that's the way it should be. Right. And 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 I say this all the time, Lee. If someone's going to bash a film, I want to know why they don't like it. Why? Tell me why. And majority of them don't. It's just full of hate, and more likely they failed at their own life at trying to make a movie, and they're jealous. But tell me yeah. why you don't like a film. And, you know, I don't expect anybody to like a film if I like it, but at least explain why you don't like it, and majority of them don't. And when they go down the route, like, and this drives me crazy too, Lee, I mean, for a no-budget film, if you're going to stand there and bitch about it's too dark in this corner, or that's just stupid shit. That's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. I mean, you're supposed to watch this yep. film, enjoy the film, the story. Don't have to pick it apart. I mean, I know a lot of reviewers do that now, and I'm thinking... You are actually going to do that to someone's film? How about you try to be an actor in a film? How about you try to make your own film on a minimal budget? And let's see what you can do. You know? And, and yeah, and that's the funny thing because you know I took uh, eight grand and made Guntown, and I, I fed everybody three square meals a day. I gave them a small paycheck. I put them up with a place to sleep. Uh, I gave them freaking gas money. And I, I didn't pay myself a fucking dime out of, out of any other budget at all. Right. Okay? In the truck movie, same deal. Got a paycheck, a place to sleep, uh, three square meals a day, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it, it cost it cost me 1100 bucks to go shoot my truck movie because I took two weeks off of work, which that's two weeks' paycheck. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had, to buy, uh, I had to buy a carburetor for my truck because the other one clogged up on me and it wouldn't quit clogging up so I had to just dump it and buy a new one it cost me 1100 bucks to make this movie now I have 5,000 copies of this film on DVD and guess what that money goes back to my investors and then I can see a profit after, or see something out of it after after they're paid back right, right. I'm, I'm sitting there busting my ass trying to entertain people and, and, and I mean I'm not bitching because nobody's you know swar- swarming in here to buy a DVD I'm not going to tell anybody buddy, how to spend their money. Right. If you want to buy a DVD, brother and sister, I appreciate it big time. Forever grateful. Right. If you don't want to buy one, fine. That's your choice. But everybody right. says, support horror, support independent film, support these guys, support, support, support. Well, you know, <laughs> we're selling about three or four copies a day. Where's all this support that people are talking about? Yeah. I mean, shit. You can't go out here, and I've seen people actually say this. Oh, there's no excuse for it not to be a, a big-time kick-ass movie just because you don't have any money. Uh, yeah, it is, because number one, if you get a bunch of people out there working for free, brother, let me tell you something. In, in, within the first 24 hours, they're going to lose all their enthusiasm about being in a movie and being on set. Because after 24 hours, it turns into, man, this sucks, I'm not getting paid. And then everything goes to hell. Right, and right. Wonder, and then people wonder why you make a shitty movie. Well, that's why. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's people out there that are really trying hard to make good movies with, with shit budgets. Right. And I'm one of them. Filmmakers like you, <clears throat> Lee, that have nothing. Michael S. Rodriguez did the same thing. I know a lot of them that made their first film, short film, full feature, whatever. They did it. You know, Adam Dunning, they all made their movies. They aren't perfect, 
but they got the damn thing completed. When you start a film yeah. and you complete the bitch, that's accomplishment alone. So all you naysayers out there that want to snark, snark on all these websites, you know, blah, 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 shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear it. If you want to <laughs> waste your time bashing the film, apparently you like it. End of story. So I said my rant. You got me wound up. Not you, but that comment alone just drives me <laughs> fucking berserk. But now the truck. Yeah. The truck you mentioned, 2013. Uh, I had a copy. I reviewed it. And once again, now... You stepped up. Uh, the quality is great in Guntown. It's even better in the truck because then again, it's now experience. No slam, yeah. experience. Okay. Now, watching the truck, like I mentioned in my review, it has a 70s feel and an 80s look. Sounds crazy. Sounds weird to me saying that. But this is a flashback to a little bit of Christine, more like Duel. More like these old throwback 70s non-bloody uh, terror films with a madman or not in a truck chasing these two pe- kids around. And these, your film brought me back to my youth. There isn't very many films being made today that uh, you pulled something out of nothing. You pulled something and made it entertaining and you made it a 70s throwback and 80s throwback which as you know Lee a lot of films from the 70s didn't really show any blood it's just the storyline itself and what you see terrorizes you thinking about every time you turn around there's this sitting there you know and I this movie I thought was brilliant Jim Daugherty uh, contacted me and asked me if I want to review this and I said sure and Jim did some work on this film and I quite enjoyed it. So go ahead and give listeners an idea about the truck, when is when it's getting released, or where they can buy the buy the movie. Okay. Well, the uh, first of all, you can buy the truck right now. It's been released for a couple of weeks on Amazon.com for ten bucks. You get the DVD that has the movie or the movie with the commentary track. Uh, you get a blooper reel, interviews with all the cast members and uh, director's commentary, and it's a uh, full color. Uh, artwork professionally done it's full color on the DVD there's a, a two-sided one-page insert so not, not bad for 10 bucks we also have posters uh, 18 by 24 posters for I think we priced them like 5.99 on Amazon so you can pick those up now and this movie I've always been like a kind of a car guy truck guy you know older vehicle guy I don't have much use for newer vehicles I like the old stuff back when they built them out of metal. Right. And, uh, of course, I love the old movies like The Car and Duel and Wheels of Terror and uh, uh, Christine and all, you know, movies like that. The thing with it is, there's not many of them out there. You're right. There's a, a very slim selection of killer vehicle movies specifically. Uh, so I thought, you know, I, I bought this old uh, Plymouth Trail Duster off of Craigslist, a 1980 model, and they only made those from 1974 to 1981, and that was the only SUV that Plymouth ever made. Hmm. It is basically the same thing as a Dodge Ram Charger, but anyway, I found this thing on Craigslist. It ran, it drove, it had a 413 bait block in it, plus it was a convertible, but the top one bolts from the frame, the entire top, and it's convertible. I'm like, holy shit, this is cool, i got to buy this. So I did... You know, it looks rougher than hell. And I thought, 
wow, man, this would make a really cool killer vehicle. And I'm like, shit, the truck. It's nice and simple. Do an 80, 80s throwback film. Uh, you know, bring people back to the 70s and 80s like, like all these other movies did with these killer vehicles and just go for it. Right. So I, I wrote a script, uh, I don't know, about three months, and uh, ran into Ronnie and, and Diane and told them about the idea. And they loved it. They're like, well, how much do you need to make the film? And I don't know. I, I, just, I just threw a figure out. I said, hell, just give me 6000 bucks. I'll make it happen. So they did. <laughs> they called my bluff. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I started, uh, you know, doing pre-production work. I cast my characters and uh, got my locations lined up and did all the, you know, uh, elbow grease work. And John and Michelle, you know, I... I Audition several people for each role, but as soon as I saw them, I just told myself, "There's my actors right there," because they have an '80s look. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they just freaking nailed it. I mean, they they look like they came straight from the freaking '80s. So I'm like, "Wow, uh, you know, we'll uh, Rochelle's got this Phoebe Cates thing going on, so we're gonna put a little bandana in her hair and a some tight blue jeans and a blue jean jacket, and she's good to go." Right. Uh, John Michael, you know, he's got that mop of curly hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a kid, you know, we put him a flannel shirt and a blue jean jacket too, some blue jeans, and he's good to go. So there you have it, man. They, you know, we didn't need no fancy makeup or nothing like that. And uh, then I went out and bought this old 1974 Fairlane 500. You know, I, I, I wanted to, you know, vehicles are like characters in a movie. They have to have a specific look. Mm-hmm. And a specific feel and, and sound to them. And I was going to be picky about the car they drove. And I saw that Fairlane, I'm like, holy shit, that's the car. So I, I found that on Craigslist. I called the guy up. I said, I, buddy, I'm on my way right now. Just don't move and don't sell it. I'll be right there. So I went and uh, picked that up and uh, brought it home. <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> excuse me, got that. And then, uh, the Captain Ledford part, I wound up playing that myself because there was some tricky driving involved. You know, a buddy of mine had that Camaro as, you know, probably a $30,000 muscle car that's uh, custom built from the ground up. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to let any actor drive this car. There's no way in hell. Right. So uh, I did it myself, which that was just a small cameo part. That, that gave me more time to do that. You know, the whole the whole film shoot was great. It's you know, basically about an old beat-up four-wheel drive that chases these kids around. I'm not really going to say much more. I don't, don't want to spoil it. Right. But every, everybody came through like champs. I mean, they all worked together really well. Proud of all their work. Tomorrow night, we're actually having our big premiere here in Nashville. Nice. I encourage, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm biased. I'm the guy who made the movie, but freaking buy a copy, man. You're going to love it. Add this to your killer vehicle collection because, there, there's again, there's not that many of them out there, so grab it while you can. Well, don't you also have a VHS thing going on, too? You know, I do. Uh, I'm going to do a limited VHS run. Uh, each copy will be numbered and signed to the person that buys it. And uh, this is like a one-time deal. Uh, I'm thinking of doing like 100 copies in uh because it's an 80s film, I figured I'd do a VHS thing. That's cool. And uh, each one that you buy, it's going to come with an 11 by 17 poster inside the case. That's so, nice. Uh, for all the VHS nuts out there like myself, there's your chance to uh, grab a limited edition copy. Excellent. Yeah, um, you know, there, there's so many good things in this film 
that uh, you had the two cops <laughs> threw it offbeat. Um, brilliant. You know, like you said, the acting was brilliant. The storyline was great. I love the uh, the ending was cool. I would, you know, I would love to see a part two. That's all going to matter in budgeting, you know, finance and all that stuff. Because you can take this thing even even more with a bigger yeah. budget. So <clears throat> that's you know, the plan, you know. That's, that's the plan is to get probably ten times the budget and do like a massive sequel with all kinds of stunts, you know, with cars and people and crash them up and bang them up and blow them up and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it because it was, it just, it was just, you know, I know a lot of people thrive on 70s films who enjoy the 70s feel now, and I'm one of them. And once this film starts circulating, okay, uh, I can see a lot of people, for 10 bucks, you can't go wrong. There's terrible yeah. movies that Troma sells, I shouldn't say that, but Troma <laughs> sells a lot of garbage that people buy. I mean, you're getting quality. So listeners, if you hear this interview, take my word for it. I reviewed it, listened to the review, but the truck, 2013, if you're a 70s throwback guy, if you're an 80s guy or gal, and you like that tame horror, but scary horror, this film is definitely for you. I'm a big fan. I'm going to be purchasing my copy. Uh, I can guarantee you that. But Lee, a job well done. And I'll give a big shout out again to Jim Doherty because thanks to him for asking me to review this. If he didn't, I would have never even seen it. But thank you, Jim. Um, just this film I thought was just well put together. So you have two films that I like: Guntown, I enjoyed, and The Truck. I really enjoyed. No slam, no punt intended. But um, a good film. But Lee, again, congratulations. I think this film is going to be successful. It might take some time to get exposed, but I'm going to do my best to try and get this thing pushed even more. But Lee, thanks again for coming on. Um, thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Two great films. And uh, again, I think the truck is phenomenal. I love the era it was made in. You know, I love the way it was put together. So, thanks again. Yeah, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. No problem. Take care. All right.